TGIF. Happy Friday, everyone. Pretty excited to have you here. Thank you for coming along for the ride. Doing a little beer delivery today, but pretty happy it's Friday. Yep. It's gonna be, uh, so, so if you were to paint a picture of a perfect Friday night, what would it look like? I'll tell you mine. I'm sure you were expecting that after I said that. So to me, like the perfect Friday night, you know, I would uh, get off relatively early off of work and home, which today I don't quite think I will, but uh, let's just put a for instance out there. So if I were to get off work early, slightly early, and then get home to my beautiful wife and daughter, my daughter has a friend over and they're playing, that would be totally awesome, and then I'd like to uh, sit down and hammer down a couple Pabst Blue Ribbons while my uh, beautiful wife and I have a brainstorming session about the homestead. And then, uh, you know, finish up with nightly chores. And then uh, chase the darling wife around the uh, house for a few hours after that. That sounds like a good night to me. I don't know about you guys, but, you know, I'm a pretty simple man. Uh, things like that make me extremely happy. I am really simple, though. I mean, just the simple things in life make me very, very happy. And it's always been that way. I was When I used to work construction, I, I would... I, I used to put pipe in the ground. And when you're putting pipe in the ground, to be honest with you, uh, 97% of humanity thinks that job really sucks. But I, I kind of enjoyed it. And when you're down in, the, in, in, a, in a deep hole that just got dug out and you've got nothing but dirt around you and it could cave in at any time, I would sit down there and just get excited about the stupidest shit, you know? And everybody goes, God, I wish I was as happy as you are. And I don't know why, but I've always kind of had this element of positivity towards a lot of things. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, people still piss in my Wheaties and I have a bad day. And, you know, things... I, I am a broken man. I'm, I'm not, you obviously know, if you have listened to this podcast, that I'm not that intelligent. And you obviously know that uh, I have had a few hiccups in life and in my day-to-day. But that's okay. It's all about being real and being human, right? To err is to be human. Maybe I should have opened, opened with that uh, quote. But uh, also, you can err and be human is what I say, but you should also look back at that error and improve upon it once you're done and use your failure as feedback. At least that's how I roll, or want to try to roll. (laughs) Anyway, well today, you know, I didn't really know what I wanted to drop bombs about in the uh, poultry homesteading world, but I will, however, say that um, I got home last night and my wife said the the quail feeder works, but she had to shake it. 
So we're trying a, a I, I built a waste proof or a waste free quail feeder and you know what to be honest with you I'm not finding any feed in the pen they must be eating it all which is a good thing but she said she had to shake it last night in order for him to eat or yesterday at some point so I said well let's try not shaking it and see if they bring the feed down themselves what one thing that could be though is it's humid as hell around here right now because it's been raining for like the whole week and it's out in the barn which is not climate protected it's it's got a roof on it and doors on it but it's kind of open on one end and it's not it's a steel shed you know it's not sealed it's not insulated you know so it's not climate protected so there's a lot of humidity in there and uh they uh you know that crumble when it's humid god damn it i hate this when i'm driving behind some slow son of a bitch and i let him go in front of me and now he's going three miles an hour Sorry. Sorry, excuse my road rage. But anyway, that humidity may have uh, taken the crumble so it doesn't fall the way it normally would if it was dry. Because, you know, like, like for instance, if you take a real humid dust, it'll stay in a pile. But if you take real dry dust, it just basically levels itself out. You know what I mean? Kind of the same way with chicken crumble. So... Anyway, that's just kind of a, a little bit of an uh, uh, issue I might be having there. If it turns into a big issue, I'm just going to have to ditch the whole idea and figure something else out. Um, and I don't know what that something else will be. So, whatever. Anyway. Um, so that the feeder's looking to work pretty good. Um, the chicks checked them out last night. You know, we got our uh, 24 chicken chicks and the ones that are a week older than the other ones are about three times the size so they double in size in a week at least it's pretty crazy um one thing i did notice though is the ones we hatched out i mean they're good birds and they're they look like nice healthy birds but when you get your chicks from hoover's hatchery for whatever reason I don't know why this is. They just seem like little fluff balls. The ones we hatched out, and it could have been the way we handled them or whatever, and, and maybe Hoover's does something different. But I mean, they'd look like this little, the cutest little fluff balls you ever seen in your life. Uh, it, it was that they're from the feed store runnings, but I mean, the cutest little fluff balls you ever seen in your life, and they still look that way. And it's been like, what, three, four days? now so it's, it's just kind of different i mean the, it's totally different bird which is fine with me because uh captain stud muffin my rooster out of that other chick hatch he's going to be getting his bow chicky wow wow on with these and i'm not going to be buying any chickens next year let me tell you what uh so pretty excited about that um you know this weekend on the homestead you know we got to get our uh our chicken gates done uh, the I, I can't believe I've done this, and uh, you know I, I sit here and I tell you guys, you know how the chicken world works, how the quail world works, what we do, how we do it, how you know explaining some of the finer details of the chicken world, and here I am 
I got this piece of shit fence that we walk into our chicken pen with. We've gone in it thousands of times in the last year and a half, two years, and I haven't improved upon it. I should have, I mean, a guy like me, as handy as I am, I should really have this freaking awesome, just beautiful testament of a gate going into a chicken pen. And here I am not having that. I just, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. I mean, and when people come over, they all see, you know, all this fancy shit that we do to our house and fancy build and pool and everything else and blah, 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 you know, we trimmed up the woods, whatever, you know, and we got these beautiful dogs and beautiful horses and everything's nice and it's a good barn and a new garage. And then here I am using bungee straps and a chicken fence to get into our chicken yard. I mean, <sighs> I apologize, folks. Maybe uh, my uh, priorities are in the wrong direction. But uh, I don't know. I guess I have, it, it, sometimes it, it works, but it's not good. You know what I mean? It's not perfect. Which, for chicken gates, we need perfect. Actually, we've, we have put that on priority this weekend. And uh, I'm going to be gating the chicken. I'm going to be putting gates in both of the chicken runs into them. I'm building them out of pallet wood, by the way, because have you seen the price of lumber? Yeah, not happening. Anyway, so I'm going to be building both of those gates. And then I'm also building uh, a double gate on the end of our driveway, which is going to be a total panty dropper. Uh, it's going to be really, really nice. Um, and I'm not gating my driveway, and I've probably said that on this podcast before. I'm not gating my driveway to be a dick or to, like, really think I'm totally awesome or anything. We just really like our animals, and we don't want them to get hit on the road by some dumb fucker, you know? We just don't want them crawling out there and getting smacked on the road. So that is why we are gating the driveway. And, you know, the UPS and the FedEx guy and the mail lady are a little bit less than stellar at driving in the driveway. Uh, we can improve upon that. You know, people coming flying in your driveway is extremely impolite. And you may want to look at how you pull into somebody else's driveway sometime and take her easy, hey. You know? I mean, there could be a dog out or a baby in a diaper running across the frickin' yard or, I don't know, slow down and take a look around, hey. All right? Anyway, that's kind of what's on tap for this weekend. I don't usually podcast a whole lot during the weekends. If I come up with some good content, I might, but uh, or if I have time. But on the weekends, I like to give her. And uh, the Poultry Homestead, that's what we're all about, is giving her. And I hope you guys are too, the Poultry Homestead Nation. Make yourself a part of it. Uh, I do, however, want to tell you guys, if you want to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com and or Instagram. Uh, if you don't have email or Instagram, I'm not going to tell you my phone number because I don't want to get stupid texts in the middle of the night. Actually, they wouldn't be stupid texts. I actually really appreciate you guys. But uh, that being said, on a podcast, I guess you don't really give your phone number to people. I, I just don't do that. Anyway, I love you guys. 
God bless you all. I hope you have an awesome weekend. I know I'm looking forward to it. Um, Hopefully tonight ends up like I told you I wanted it to. Um, We'll see. Anyway, have a good one.